plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management, the hosts of Your Healthy Retirement. Joining Steve and Sean on today's show are Pat Kelly and Peter St. James. So today we want to discuss actually creating a retirement income plan because that is one of the key components to a healthy retirement. Okay, so there's a difference. There's acquiring it, and then there's the taking out part. Correct. Ah, ah nice. So it's not all about, I've saved this all is what this I money. Have. Right. It's about the taking it out part. Correct, because okay. let's face it, when you're working, you can always say to yourself, if things get tight, I'll work harder. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll make more money. I'll work overtime. I'll get a second job. Oh, you might but say when, that. Well, when you get into retirement and- you know, you hit the bumpy roads and you haven't done your job and put it, creating a proper income plan or retirement income plan, you may have to do things differently. And that's not what you signed up for, but because you didn't go out and seek someone's personal experience on how to build these plans, you just, you know, you fell short, which is, you know, knowing that can happen. We want you to sit down with us if you w- would like to, and we'll help you build and create a retirement income plan. And when we do that, there's several steps we go through. So the first one we do is you want to identify what your actual income needs are. So it becomes more important to understand income allocation when you understand what your income needs are. So we've hit on that topic, and we always do every week in and week out here and there about income allocation. Where am I taking the money from? How am I taking the money? Okay, do I have income gaps due to my expenses? So one of the things Wait, we- what's, what's an income gap in my expenses? Uh, yeah, great question, Peter. Thank you. So let's say that your expenses for survival a month are $3,000 a month. So we're talking phone bill, lights, propane, Phone bill, gas. lights, mortgage, mm-hmm. property tax. My daily coffee. Mm-hmm. You're, no, that's not that's not a oh, survival expense. It is for me. Oh, okay. Then we can include it. <laughs> Any insurances you may be paying for, gasoline, registration mm-hmm. of vehicles. Okay. okay. You know, we have a list that we have people actually fill out their expenses because if you truly want to retire and create a very effective retirement income plan, then understanding what your spending habits are are the key component. And I'm begging you, if you do this, please be honest. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, you're, oh, yeah. you're shortchanging yourself if you lie. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's interesting because I've been doing this for a long time. People will send the expense sheets, and the mm. expense sheets are broken down into two categories, survival expenses and then desired. And it's always kind of interesting when someone comes in and you, you kind of read through the numbers and you go, okay, mm-hmm. let's see where this goes. So I'll go through the numbers, and then I'll say, okay, what's your income? We'll gather the income portion because they're still working. I'll be like, okay, you guys are saving a lot of money. They're like, what? I go, you're saving a lot of money, right? Because you're telling me they're spending this and you're telling me you're making that. And okay, let's, I can fudge it a little bit, but still you're saving money. And they're like, no, no, no. Okay, let's start over again. Mm -hmm. And then it's, here's where you're going to get these answers to these questions on your expenses. I want the Sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't. Everybody's different. Who cares? The point is that at least you're making the effort to get something down on paper and then we can modify it and walk through it. So understanding that whole component of creating an income plan is crucial. Remember, it's not the amount of money you save, but rather 
what you can safely withdraw. So we know that in building retirement plans, and we want to understand how that, if there's an income gap, can we solve for that income gap? So that means your income gap, say, is expenses are 3000 a month, yeah. and you're bringing in Social Security, yep. and you have no pension. And you may have a small 401k. Okay, so so, so, so uh, three grand a month. Let's say Social Security nets me out eighteen hundred bucks a month. Or no, for this round argument, let's say two thousand. Yeah. Yep. Okay, two thousand. So now my income shortage is a thousand dollars that I got to make up. Correct. Okay. So then we look at what assets are available to make up the gap, and we look at that. Now, with that being said, that's with the understanding that the person we're sitting in front of, you know. They'll dictate to us, I think I'm going to start taking Social Security at this age. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things we do is, Sean, he's a national... um, Social Security advisor. National Social Security advisor. Thank you. I was a little tongue twisted there. Uh, And so he has all certifications. What Sean will do when anybody comes into our office, we actually do an analysis. And we look at, when we're building someone's income retirement plan, all the different ways that they can take social security and how to maximize it. If it's a husband and wife, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's, there's strategies still available and understanding that and how to utilize those strategies to benefit you in retirement becomes a big planning process. Yeah, can I just talk, I want to talk a little bit more about that because this is a really important thing. People say, oh, I retire, I get social security. Well, there's a hundred different ways to skin that cat. Um, mm. You can, you're eligible for it at 62. You say, okay, do I want to take it that 62 no. or do I want to wait? You want to wait. Full retirement age is, it's changed over the years. This is kind of where you get, not the most, but it's what the Social Security says is going to be a, a, a more robust number, if you will. Right. And that's 67 right. for the, most people these mm-hmm. days. But then you can also wait until you're 70. Right. On the beauty of waiting between 67 at full retirement age and 70 is Social Security Department will increase your payments 8% each year you wait. Ooh. That's not bad. If you yeah. think the stock market average, right. and I don't like talking about averages, but 10% over the long term, you're going to get paid a guaranteed eight. If you can afford to wait, you know, why not? Now, conversely, if the median is 67, why would you do it at 62? Because you lose the 8%, the 8%. You do, you know, it's it's situational. We talk about this all the time. Everybody's situation is different. Yep. Sometimes, or, or sometimes you have to. Yeah. Sometimes it makes sense economically mm-hmm. if you're if you're sick. And yep. you, you're gonna you you think you've got only so many years to go? No, I understand. That. You take it early, right? Or if there's a family history of poor. But health. if you if, but if you just hate your boss and you want to quit at 62, you are shortchanging yourself out of money. Yeah. If you decide to t- turn it on, you may say, "Hey, um, they." You're right, Peter. They'll shortchange themselves, but you know what they tend to do? They hate their boss. They tend to take it at 62. And they say, you know what? I can still work and go do something else part time because I'm 62. I'm still young. Yeah. But the max I can make is what eighteen thousand yeah, now. Right. Eighteen. And yeah. then you've got to pay back. No, you don't have to pay anything back if you make. If you go over that. Oh, if you go over if the. If you go over the yeah, eighteen, correct. yeah. So there is a threshold before you got to start. Paying yes, back. but you find something you like to do for eighteen thousand dollars a year, and you're supplementing yourself that way. Yeah. But, it's but, an but option. I'm just saying, to Sean's point. If you don't take it at 67, you wait, hey, 8% more the next year, yeah. 8% more the next year, 8%. But again, if you bailed at 63 or 64, mm-hmm. just because I don't want to work anymore, yeah. okay, you're shortchanging yourself 8% and 8% and 8%. That's well, all. Yeah, absolutely. And he, you know, on Sean's point, you know, a couple, maybe the wife takes hers, 
which does give him the supplemental income. And, you know, the husband may say, well, you know, my longevity is not as great as my wife's, but, you know, actually having her take hers and then I actually have this pension that I could take and maybe she, we have a little bit of money that we can actually feed into here. Maybe that's a good idea. I will let mine grow because if something should happen to me, then she gets the bigger of the two amounts. Succession plan on that is also a key component yep. in the planning process on taking your Social Security. Are there any are there any of those railroad pensions left? Yeah. I, I keep hearing about those. Are they still? Are they... Probably, but not in New Hampshire. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, who finds a few? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I find a few here and there I've run into that have. Really? Yeah, it's amazing. They get the railroad pension. In fact, just had a client three or four years ago who got paid on the, who was going to collect on the railroad pension. Yeah. Wow. Because so, I hear about that. I. Yeah. Yeah, so, so Social Security is one piece of, of your income, retirement income plan, right? Because you, you, you had asset allocation, uh, putting money aside as you're, as you're working and you want to have not all your eggs in one basket. Right. And when it comes to retirement, we don't want all those eggs in one basket either. So Social Security is, is one of those yep. eggs, if you will, uh, and other would be for some people a pension, right? Mm-hmm. And we also have choices to make when it's time to take a pension if we have one. Yep. Do we have... Uh, is it for me alone, and then when I kick the bucket, my spouse gets nothing? Or do I have for me, and then if I pass, my wife gets 50% or 100%, right? So you can make decisions on how you want to structure your pension. Typically, I like the make sure that your spouse gets something and a mm-hmm. significant amount because costs don't all of a sudden disappear when one spouse dies. Of course. They don't go down course, that much. Yeah, so right. you really want to keep that uh, intact. But again, um, uh, now, now we've talked about Social Security, we've talked about 401k, IRA, but we also, and this we've talked about this in other shows, annuities. Absolutely. Okay, there, there's another investment vehicle that comes into play. Yeah, and the annuity, you know, this comes into understanding matching your income needs with the correct investment strategies, okay? So annuities generally, you know, people don't understand them simply because there's so many different types of annuities out there, Peter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most of the information that people hear is from around the water cooler or my friend said this or my fr- And they're not referencing and not giving themselves a fair educational process on what annuities are, the types of annuities, how they work. And that's, you know, if someone wants to go down that avenue, we are more than happy to explore it with them. We are more than happy to educate them on what types of annuities are out there, how they work, and whether it fits your specific income needs. Mm-hmm. They do work, okay? What they do is they you're basically creating yourself and making your own pension. And that pension that you're creating, you do not want affected by markets downturns. Ah. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the key components to creating you know, the annuity portion. And I will tell you, you're not going to put all your money into an annuity. You know, some guys will say, well, you know, how much do you have? You know, this is your risk to, or, or this is your age. Let's say you're 100 and let's say you're going to retire. You know, they use the 60-40 rule. Use annuities mathematically. I always tell people, if you're going to look at them, you try to put the least amount of money into the annuity, but it'll create the biggest bang for your buck on the income side of the equation. So you don't have to use as much. It's part of the process and part of the planning to see and figure out what that income gap is and say, okay, right. I'm going to fill this gap. I'm going to use an annuity so that between my annuity, my social security, I wake up in the morning, I never worry about 
meeting my survival expenses mm-hmm. ever again. Mm-hmm. And uh, my point in that was people hear annuity, they just think insurance product and figure, oh, it's going to benefit somebody when I pass. No, 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 no. That is one kind of vehicle, but there's annuity where you're going to make money while you're still here. And not only that, that's one of the things that people don't understand. The old type annuities, you would annuitize them, and if you passed away, the insurance company would keep the money. We don't look at it that. We don't use that type of annuity. Right. Right. The types of annuities we use is, you know, they're income riders. So in other words, you'll get paid, and if you do a joint payout, just like a pension, if you die, then your wife gets paid. And by the way, the way those things work is you're getting paid for the rest of your life. And if you run out of money, you continue to get paid. That means you beat the odds on what the actuaries actually put together for the mathematical equation for the annuity. And that's the ultimate goal. But the other portion of this that you have to remember is if there's any money actually left over in the annuity and you both die, it will go to your beneficiaries. Okay. But understand how they work mm-hmm. and don't let the old you know, annuity stigma fall into your right. thought process. Right. Listen, educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, see, it, my, my goal is to, whatever the median age is for men on the actuarial table, Yeah, I want to beat it. Absolutely. Just so I can thumb my nose at the actuarial table guys. Yeah, that's what we all want to do. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> wow. So understanding matching your income needs and correct investment strategies, like Peter, perfect, you brought that up because that's one of the strategies. Also, you know, your risk profile, making sure you're properly aligned there. You'll hear me say that week in and week out because mm-hmm. it's so important. Understanding, you know, what you're actually spending, though, is the key component here. All right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, understand that's because <laughs> that's what causes the problem is how much you're spending. It's not typically how much you save, it's how much you spend. Um, and that's the variable. Right? You can't control how much you save. That's pretty much fixed. But I can't control how much I'm spending. Right. So having some flexibility in spending, you know, okay, we can dial down whatever that we're not going to go out to dinner you know, as much as we used to being able to adjust that. But but identifying what those uh, expenses are is, is really key to to this whole thing. You know, and some other things you got to think about, too, in retirement. A lot of us have used 401ks and IRAs, 403Bs, things like these are called tax advantage savings accounts. You don't pay any tax on it when you put the money in, but it's, you're going to pay it coming out, right? So it's really important to look. We don't know what the tax rate's going to be necessarily, mm-hmm. <laughs> even the end of this year or yeah, next right. year or 10 right. years out. Very true. Um, but understand that if you have a lot of money in an IRA or a 401k, that you're going to be paying tax on every single penny you take out of that in retirement and understanding how that can impact uh, what's going on. If you've got $500,000 and you're in the 20% tax rate, you're going to be spending $100,000 on taxes. Mm -hmm. Creating the income plan becomes so critical because what we'll do is break down taxes and go through them. And one of the biggest problems that we run into when you ask someone, okay, what are you going to get paid by Uncle Sam on your social security check? Well, I'm getting 2,500 bucks a month, Steve. Well, the reality of it is you're not. Right. Okay. You're going to pay part B, which is 140. Medicare part B. Medicare part B, which is like 145, 150 now. Yep. So subtract that out per month. Then taxes, you have to understand, you know, previous presidents instituted potential tax implications on your social security benefits if you exceed income thresholds that they have set forth in the IRS plans. So knowing that 
and that's what will walk you through and make you understand. You have to know what you're actually taking from the Social Security check mm-hmm. when you're actually. It's true. What do you have actually at the end of the day to spend? Right. Right. So that's the key component there in creating the proper retirement income plan. Sean, should I worry about Social Security? Now, I, now I, I, and the reason I ask is COVID. Okay, we have less people working, less people kicking into the Social Security right. system. Should So people who are saying, hey, I'm going to get 2500 a month or I'm going to get 1800 should they worry that maybe that isn't a given? I would worry less about the viability of Social Security. I would worry less about how much money I'm entitled to. I think the Social Security Administration has other levers that they will pull first. Uh, one lever could be saying, well, guess what? You're no longer eligible at 62. We're going to bump that up to 65. We're going to make full retirement age 70. And then you can wait till 72, perhaps, right? So the longer you can postpone paying money will be better for the system, right? Mm-hmm. They could increase the Social Security tax, right? Uh, so that could help bolster the system. So I think there's levers that they can play with that will benefit the solvency of the system before they start looking at decreasing what you might be entitled to. Okay. But because this is all math, this is part of creating your retirement income plan. Absolutely. And with that being said, you know, Sean hit on some great things. The laws are constantly changing. Uh, Let's see, you know, what COVID did last year. COVID had us, what? No one had to take required minimum distribution. Right. Right? That's right. We pushed out in the CARES Act, the required minimum distributions from 70 and a half to 72. Uh, 72. Yeah. So what they're doing, that means that you can contribute longer to your 401ks from 70 to 72. Mm-hmm. You can save longer. There, The government already realizes that longevity risk is an issue and people are living longer. Mm-hmm. So Sean hit on it. These levers are there to change and, and they will change in accordance with the needs of what the overall economic outlook is at that point in time. Yeah. When they put Social Security in place... Um, most people retiring late 50s at age or 62 or so, life expectancy at that time was only another eight years. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. I remember. We're living remember. 20, 30, yeah. 35 years after retirement, yep. in retirement now. So it's definitely uh, an issue. Um, and this is why planning is so important and identifying you. your income sources in retirement. I need to save, what, 70 to 80% of my current income? No, no, no. That 70 to 80% is. Your current income, so that's that's a general rule of thumb. Okay. What your expenses are going to be. So, in other words, if you're making a hundred thousand yep. dollars, when you go to retire, seventy thousand will be what your expenses are. Gotcha. And, and I'm I'm not a big fan of that okay. that general rule because I do it the old-fashioned way. I hand someone an expense sheet, I make them fill it out, and I get the actual expenses, not the general rule. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you. A lot of times it's way off that number. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's different. And when you're rebuilt building these retirement income plans, it's interesting because the first question I say to people is, what does your retirement look like? You're mm-hmm. going to go hunting? You're going to go to Florida? You're going to hang out and work on your motorcycle? You're going to play golf? You're yeah. going to garden? What are you going to do? So those are the what we call the desired expenses. Yep. And that's a key component to this whole retirement income plan. And we'll walk you through that to help you understand how it affects your overall retirement plan and make sure that it works into what you want to do in retirement. And you can take your first step to finding out about that by going to daviswealthmgmt.com. 
and you can set up a 15-minute uh, interview uh, with Steve or Sean. You can choose, right? I don't have to pick one. Absolutely. Okay. Either or. Either or. <laughs> if, it, if it comes to me you, that, uh, and you really want it, Sean. Just... <laughs> Are you going to get your nose out of joint about this whole thing? Just, just put an asterisk after it. I'll say, okay, they really want you, Sean. No. Uh, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we, yeah. Listen, we love these conversations. Pick, pick Sean at DavisWealthMGMT.com. Check it out as part of your healthy retirement. Sean Toll, Steve Davis, thank you guys. We'll do this again next week. Yeah, thanks. Have All right, take week. care. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to shows. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.